Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor. Hit the bell for notifications. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, of course, participate in the conversation by commenting below and, of course, upvoting the video itself. I am here in this weekly spot with Tom Vanderford. We're going to talk a little bit of Ole Miss sports today like we do every Friday. How are you doing, Tom? Doing great, man. Man, uh, Ole Miss and Auburn. This weekend, Auburn, Ole Miss, let's just say that they've had Ole Miss's number over the year. Even when Ole Miss has had a better team, a lot of times they ended up losing the game. And my whole thing is, remember, you're playing against the bottom third SEC team here. Play against them and not the logo on the side of the helmet. Because sometimes with them and Alabama, for some reason they've got voodoo over Ole Miss. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I, hmm. I and you've probably seen this too, and I don't know if it's true. I didn't fact check it, but supposedly the last three times that Ole Miss has beat Auburn in Oxford, the coach has been fired, so Auburn's coach. So I I hope that we send another one packing Saturday, so tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to the game. I'm looking for – I want to see our defense stop their run game. I think they're pretty much one-dimensional, but they also, just as as Coach Kiffin's mission this week, they have got to keep Ashford under control. He's a very good scrambler, mm-hmm. so they've got to make sure that we've got a spy on him. And, of course, you know, we've got the perfect, in my opinion, the perfect defense to have a spy. We, we have, you know, three really good safeties that we could uh, – we could use any of those three at any time. So that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see us stop their run game, force force Ashford to beat us in the air. And on the flip side, I know Auburn's got a good defense. I want to see us run the ball against Auburn. I think we I think we need to be able to run the ball and and we need to be able to throw the ball too. I I'm very I went back and watched the uh, Vandy game, and the second half, it it appeared to me, I may be wrong, but it appeared to me like a light went on in Jackson Dart's head, and he looked a whole lot like the guy we had last year in the second half against mm-hmm. Vandy. Uh, that was really good to see. That was something that I expected – would come as the year progressed and i'd like to see that continue as well i like how we've had three different receivers now that have hit the hundred yard mark this year in a game and i would really love for our slot that's not been feeling well uh jalen uh robinson to be the fourth one this saturday yeah, with I think he's a little bit gimpy at the moment with another hamstring issue. Oh, but good. I, yeah, I, I think that could. I think it could come. But um, Jordan Watkins, who had the hundred one of the hundred yard games against Vanderbilt, um, I think he is going to continue to improve in that position as he's becoming a go to to Jackson Dart, which is going to really help that pass game, especially with Michael Trigg not necessarily being out there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, Michael Trigg is intriguing. He's He's got all the tools, but 
he and he caught some passes this year, uh, a few, and uh, made some good catches and made some good some good runs. But I'm interested to see the true freshman, Kyron Heath. I, I'm interested to see what he can do. We know what we know what Kelly can do. Kelly's going to be a good blocker. Kelly's going to be a good possession type tight end. But I think Heath may be a field stretching tight end as well, and that always helps in in Lane's system. Yeah, he he does a good job of finding out how to use those guys, especially with the tight end position. I think. The problem is I don't know where Kyron Heath is in run blocking because Michael Trigg was even struggling in run blocking. Yeah, Michael Trigg st- struggled greatly in run blocking, and yeah. and Heath um, is one of those hybrid tight ends. He's not very bulky, so he's probably going to struggle too. So that's something that we need to we need to look at Saturday as well if he gets if he gets you know, a certain amount of reps. I mean, I know Kelly's going to get most of them, or I assume he will. And, uh, but we've just got so many weapons. So, you know, and, and Auburn's got a good defense, but Georgia put 38 on them. So, you know, and I, I'll be honest with you. I think our offense is, is, is good as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing, us try to dominate an SEC opponent mm-hmm. like we did in the second half with Vandy. I'd like to see that the whole game Saturday. That would be what I would like to see. Oh, did you see the fields, the paint job that the field's gotten they're working on right now with like the American oh. flag themed end zones? Yeah, yeah it's going to be sharp. Yeah, yeah. Veterans Day. Hey, uh, happy Veterans Day Saturday for, for you and me both. Hey, is that in October this year? Well, no. They, I mean, it's just Veterans. It's always in November, but it's Veterans yeah. Day Saturday for for uh, our Veterans Appreciation Day for the game Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I knew they moved it up, and I think that is because normally it's right around where that Alabama game would be. But right. I think they got plans uniform-wise for that Alabama game. And uh, they could, they're not going to be Veterans things. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I think yeah. that – get that out of the way uh with auburn so that's kind of what i'm looking at this weekend i think that uh we should be pleasantly surprised with the outcome other than that i just you know glad to see that we're recruiting well Mm -hmm. we've got plenty of good visitors coming in saturday so it's good to see that consistency finally in year three uh, with no COVID and, and no no reductions and this and that and the other in year three of, of the Lane Kiffin era. Yeah, absolutely. Also, before we do our prediction and everything, I've, I've talked about this for a couple of shows now. So if you guys are listening to this, I apologize if you've heard it before, but Tom might not have. Um I think we are about sometime in the next 15 days. Um, that's that'll include the next three games. I think Ole Miss is going to come out in 20 personnel. They've been a 10 personnel team or an 11 personnel team um, all the way through, which would be one back and one tight end, or 10 personnel of one back and no tight ends. I think 20 personnel and getting Quinshawn Judkins and Zach Evans on the field at the same time. If Ulysses Bentley is back. I think that's something we need to keep an eye on moving forward, especially 
getting ready as a package before Alabama. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'm sure Lane's going to have some stuff up his sleeve for Alabama. Hmm. Um, and and to be honest with you, I think we'll uh, I think we'll fare well in Baton Rouge and 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 College Station as well. That's just my opinion, of course. Of course, this is a, a perspectives uh, podcast, hmm. so. But I really think that if this team plays to its ability, uh, there's a good chance that we could go into that Alabama game 9-0. and Yeah, I think that's the goal. And depending on what happens this weekend, that's the reason I um, when I released things on social media today, I talked about it's like, Ole Miss fans need Tennessee to win this game. And this isn't because – they need they're going to lose to Alabama. I'm saying if they beat Alabama, this will be a two game swing for them potentially. And that just means they have to beat one or Arkansas and they're going to Atlanta. They need Tennessee to win this football game. Oh, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I completely agree that that Ole Miss needs Tennessee to win this football mm-hmm. game. And and to be completely honest with you, I, I it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Uh, if another uh, SEC West team beat Alabama this year. Yeah, are you talking about down the road? Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm good yeah. with that. That that uh, Egg Bowl Thanksgiving uh, night, everybody's going to yeah. talk about the NFL game. That that Egg Bowl has a chance to be premier. It, it well, just does. It does. Both teams are on a trajectory mm-hmm. to go to a, you know, New Year's Six Bowl game right now. Yeah. I mean – very well could be you never know but if the if everything slides right i think i think state's got a uh, puncher's chance against georgia it's at home it's you know i just i think they've got a puncher's chance against georgia so yeah, uh, mike leach has played georgia before so he's played yeah. kirby smart and did it he was in year one when everybody was kind of you know i think mississippi state went six and six that year or five and five or whatever it was at that time no, yeah. it was like three and seven. They went. Yeah, it was but three. they went. Yeah, yeah, they went to Georgia, and Kirby Smart came out and played his man-free defense or his two-man stuff. And Mike Leach, when he sees man coverage, will eat you up, absolutely destroy you. Georgia, Georgia ended up giving up like thirty-one points, I think, to Mississippi State that night. And yeah. if Mississippi State had a defense to go with it, yeah, yeah, with a freshman quarterback and a freshman receiver, yeah, and you know, hey, yeah, so. You know, and that's the thing about Leach. You've you've got to you've got to appreciate what he's doing. Now, what scares me about State this year, and I'm not trying to get off on a tangent, but mm-hmm. they've started running the ball, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's you basically he's given Will Rogers the okay that if he goes up there, he sees five in the box with those big splits that they have. They're just running the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it may, you can't. You don't play drop eight if they're going to run yep. the ball on you. Exactly. Well, yeah. exactly. And and that's why I'm glad we've got Chris Partridge because if you watch the state A&M game, our old coach never got out of the 3-2-6. He was getting slaughtered, and he never got out of the 3-2-6. Yeah, and I think our co and he never blitzed or anything really. He he was just it, it amazed me that Durkin didn't do something. But when you go back and look at the games last year, he was a lot more conservative. Mm-hmm. But see, Partridge isn't that way. He'll throw something at you. He'll look. He'll do strange things. He'll do things off the cuff. And 
I'm really glad we've got the guys, our defensive coordinator. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a 30 or 40% blitz rate with Chris Partridge. Every time you see it, they're sending an extra guy. It might be three down linemen, but they're sending four, whether it's a linebacker or one of the outside box safeties. They're all designed – it's a four-man pressure or a five-man pressure, um, depending on the situation. Right, and that's that's something that, that we have to have going forward, I think. All right. Um, Real yeah. quick before you get out of here, what is your prediction for the day? Old Miss 35, Auburn 21. Okay, everybody's pretty close around that. The line is 14 and a half, by the way. So you, you were oh, right okay. on it. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right on it. Yeah. So 35, 21. The over under is at 55 points. So you went with um, 56. So yeah, you just right there at the line. It's like you knew that the line from Bet Online where it was, as you can see it below. But wow. yeah. I went with um I think thirty eight to seventeen, thirty four to seventeen, somewhere somewhere around there. I like um, I th- that. Yeah, I think Ole Miss is gonna cover. I don't think Ar- Auburn's gonna um score twenty. I, I don't either. I really don't. I think mm-hmm. uh if we get out and you know, I've the, the the game sold out, so there'll be a big crowd. I know it's an eleven AM start, but you know, they can they can turn it on. They proved that during Kentucky uh, with the 11 a.m. start. I think the crowd's going to be a big deal. Um, I'm hopeful. You know, I'm, I'm just dreaming. But, you know, how we have former players come and and speak to the team and, and uh, pump up the crowd during the game, mm-hmm. I would love to see Laquan Treadwell be that person this weekend. Yeah, I think it's Corey Peterson. Yeah, uh, Corey will work too. Yeah. Corey's better. That's the you know that's a, the catch. Hmm. You know, after yeah. Tupperville left us, you know, for for wit his pine box, and left us and went to Auburn. No. Anyway, get more on your SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen. Everyday host Chris Gordy and the local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in thirty minutes. Make Locked On SEC your second listen every day. Locked on SEC. Anyway, Tom, thank you very much for this. Enjoy the football weekend, and we will catch up with you next week, bud. Yes, sir. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.